Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Capes and Japes. A slightly sleepy episode of Capes and Japes. Even if it's audible, I will probably have edited out my yawn that I did just now in the intro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's good. We're doing good. Um, so for this week, um, I want, so last week we mentioned, uh, Jakeem Thunder, who is another, uh, black DC character with lightning powers. Um, so many of those guys. So freaking many of those guys. And I was like, we should probably talk about him. And then I realized that if we were going to talk about Jakeem Thunder, we probably need to talk about the character who he is a successor to. Uh, and that's Johnny Thunder. Um, so that is what we're going to do today. Um, Johnny Thunder is kind of a, uh, somewhat odd, uh, Golden Age JSA character. Um, so, uh, we'll see. We'll see, uh, <laughs> we'll see how this goes. So, Johnny Thunder, uh, first showed up in, as a backup story in, uh, Flash Comics, um, which is, uh, the comic that primarily featured, obviously, the Flash. You um, don't say. Yes, the original, uh, Golden Age Jay Garrick Flash, um, but also had, you know, backup stories and, like, additional material from other unrelated characters, uh, one of whom is, uh, Mr. Johnny Thunder. So he was, uh, created by John Wentworth and Stan Ashmeyer, and, uh, the idea is his, so John, John Thunder is his real name. Um, so like pretty good start for being a superhero. If your name, your actual name is Johnny Thunder and he has, uh, an extremely like astrologically, like universally significant birth because he is the seventh son of a seventh son. He's born on 7 a.m. Um, <laughs> on the seventh day of the seventh month of the year. Um, okay. <laughs> and also it's a Saturday. So it's July 7th and also it's a Saturday. So it's the seventh day of the month and also the seventh day of the week. Um, I'm sure we could calculate it, what year this is based off of that information. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's 1917. Um, I don't know if that is actually true, but I've, in the DC universe, I guess it is. Um, <laughs> the DC universe potentially has a calendar where all of the days are just shifted a little bit. Um, also, I feel like it, like, to fit the theme, I feel like it would probably work better if it was 1907 instead of 1917, but I think that wouldn't work for the, you know, the timeline they had for the character. Yeah. Um, the next time that's going to happen is 2029. Not very thematic. No, not really. Not on, on brand. Um, and he is, uh, because of the extremely significant, uh, circumstances um he is kidnapped as a baby um by when he's uh, seven years old and it's a <laughs> yeah at 7 yeah, p.m exactly. at 7 p.m on his seventh birthday <laughs> um he does actually he later there's there is some stuff that happens on his seventh birthday actually um, but not this. He's kidnapped when he's a baby, um, by, uh, members of an I a fictional island country called Badnesia, um, which 
is as far as like made up DC uh country names go, I feel like just putting the word bad at the beginning of it is kind of like come on. Like you could be a little more inventive. And uh but he's kidnapped because uh this and like again First, it's Golden Age comics. There's a lot that's very questionable in it. Um, wh- one of the questionable things is, is, aside from the fact that it's an evil foreign country, is the fact that it's just, like, the the country as a whole is, like, part- it's not like there's, like, a specific group of people from this country that are, like, trying to you know, kidnap this child is just, like, the whole, the whole thing. Um, but, uh, they are looking for, you know, this specific person who was theoretically born at this time, on this day, in these circumstances, um, because they can, uh, supposedly, uh, control this being called the Thunderbolt, um, which will, like, if they can use Johnny to control the Thunderbolt, they can use the Thunderbolt to, uh, take over the world, is the plan. Um, and the Thunderbolt is a, uh, being from another dimension seemingly made of like pink electricity um but it doesn't really have any sort of electrical effects it just he just sort of he just sort of looks like that um you know what good for him yeah it's fine it's like it's a great aesthetic like go for it um and his uh where he comes from, he is, uh, referred to as Yiz, or Yiz, YZ is his name, Yiz, and, uh, he is, uh, like, unclear, like, how the Badnesians became aware of this, or, like, gained, you know, some form of, like, control over this being, entity. Uh, but they know that, uh, Johnny is, like, capable of controlling it, so on Johnny's seventh birthday, uh, they do a ritual which, uh, like, binds him and the Thunderbolt together. Unclear, based on what I could find, what was happening in all of that time, before he was seven. <laughs> um, like, I, like, I don't, I don't think they were, like, teaching him how to use the Thunderbolt, because we'll find out later he's quite bad at it. Um, so, don't, maybe know, he's don't just, know what was going on. Maybe they were teaching him, he's just very bad at it. And practice he's ju- yeah. has not helped him at all. Yeah, he just did not really pick up what they were telling him. Um, and, uh, after they do this ritual, um, the country is attacked by a neighboring country, and they have to focus on that instead of this, uh, child that they just gave a genie to. Um. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) and... Somehow, in some way, Johnny eventually leaves and, uh, goes back to America. (laughs) Which, I mean, possibly with, like, I guess it makes more sense if he has the Thunderbolt, but it's also, like, we see seemingly the first time he actually accesses the Thunderbolt, so unclear um so uh like many genies uh or genie adjacent creatures or other magical sources of power in comic books specifically um thunderbolt has a uh 
magic code phrase that you can speak to gain access to its power. Um, and the code phrase is in presumably the language of wherever the interdimensional genie is from. Um, but it's C-E-I-U, letter U. But conveniently, it's pronounced like the words say you. Um, so <laughs> at some point, Johnny says this in a normal conversation, talking to somebody, he goes, say you, and then um, inadvertently accesses the Thunderbolt's powers. So how would you even use that in a sentence? <laughs> say you, hand me that. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Say you, do you know what time it is? It's the 40s, so it's like people talk like that. I guess. Um, Going back in time to be all like, do people really say that? Or or was that was that just kind of a thing that some people said and it made its way into comics books? Yeah, it's a thing that this guy says, that's for sure. Um, now say so you, th- look over here. What? Man, that didn't even... I said, <laughs> it's like, no, you I, heard me. I heard what you said. I just did. It was too many words. <laughs> I, I feel, I feel like this is the same thing as like, now see you, me. And I'm like, I, no, that doesn't. I refuse. I didn't grow up with this phrase and it makes no sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> So, the thing about the Thunderbolt is, as uh, as mentioned, it does not actually have lightning or thunder abilities. It is like a... Well, it's, it's like a, a genie, basically. So, it is... Uh, can use magic to basically, like probability altering like reality warping type stuff um but it just comes across as johnny being just like really really extraordinarily lucky like things just keep happening to work out the exact way that he wants them to um and for a very long time he does not actually know that there is a magical genie doing this um, because uh, the Thunderbolt moves very fast. It's almost invisible. And also, apparently, Johnny says the word say you a lot. <laughs> it's one of his favorite things to say. Um, so he, for a while is just uh, going through life being like, wow, things are really looking up for me. Also, apparently, he, like, does not remember the magic ritual that got done when he was a child, or, like, he didn't need to be there for the ritual. It was just, like, some people in a room being like, now we are giving this child the thunderbolt. Okay, or but also asleep. Imagine mm-hmm. you're an adult and you've yeah. lived in a society. Uh-huh. I am. Yes, I'm and, <laughs> and you have this vague memory of something that happened when you were seven, and you're like, there's no way that could have happened. <laughs> <laughs> that cannot be real. I have hardly any memories of when I was seven. Like, <laughs> I feel like if there was like weird cult shit i just mm-mm. no i don't think so surely think that's I... some dream yeah i like read a weird book about it or something like i i i watched finding Nemo, not finding nemo damn it um little nemo adventures in <laughs> slumberland and then had a weird dream afterwards and then for years thought that the weird dream that i had was actually in the movie until I watched it again. Like, that's just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you think he's always on the hunt for, like, some 
short story or something that he mm-hmm. swears he heard as a child and had a dream about. <laughs> something about a yeah. cult and a genie. <laughs> Yeah, and then people are like, "I don't know what you're talking about," and he's like, "I could have swore I heard it somewhere. I must have." Yeah, he's on 1940s Reddit. Like, hey, does anyone know like a story <laughs> like this? <laughs> um, so it takes uh eleven issues for uh Johnny to figure out that there is a genie doing all of this. Um. And after that, uh, it's, it's a much, like, kind of goofier, it's not even really a superhero comic, um, it's kind of just about a guy having zany adventures, um, where a lot of the joke is that, uh, Johnny is well-meaning, but not very bright as evidenced by how long it took to figure out that there was a genie doing all this stuff for him. Um, And uh, the Thunderbolt is much smarter than Johnny, but can't really do anything unless Johnny, like, wishes for it, pretty much. Um, So they don't really have, like... There's no real, like, you know arch nemeses or like supervillain fights um there's uh it's 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 like goofy stuff it's like he is you know uh on a date with his girlfriend and uh something zany happens and he has to use the thunderbolt to fix it um he uh <laughs> adopts a um an orphan girl named peachy um, who is, uh, extremely cute, but also extremely, like, street smart, um, and immediately has, like, a much better idea of how to utilize this genie than her adopted dad does, um, so (laughs) she's constantly scheming about it, which I love, like, I love a scheming child. Um, and he, uh, ends up joining the JSA, uh, the Justice Society of America, um, because he, again, not really thinking about the fact that he has a genie, is like, wow, I wish I could be on the JSA, and (laughs) Thunderbolt's like, boink, and he's like, oh, uh uh-oh. Um. I didn't think this through. I wasn't planning on this. Um, so he's on, uh, on the JSA for, or, or, like, he's sort of a, like, reserve type member of the JSA for a while, um, where he, uh, he shows up there and everyone's like, what? And then he's like, oh, my name's Johnny Thunder and I'm a magic genie. And they're like, okay, I, I guess. Um, is is that useful? Is that something that you can bring to the table? Like, what does this yeah. do for us? What is, what is the deal here? Also, can we just have the genie on the team? <laughs> nope, package deal. Damn. Um, yeah. And then he's, like, a recurring JSA character as, like, sort of a comic relief character where, uh... It's like, you know, he'll he'll mess things up because he's, like, a dipshit. And they'll be like, oh, Johnny, we can't keep doing this. And then he'll, like, you know, accidentally save the day because he just, like, blurts out the first thing he's thinking. And then the genie, like, solves the problem. Um, They'll be like, okay, well, I guess he is helpful. But uh, he ne- he never has, like, a superhero like, uniform or anything. He's always just wearing a, like, uh, suit and a bow tie. (laughs) Um, which is, is very funny. Um, but, yeah, he's on the JSA, uh, sort of, for a while. Um, and then he is 
replaced by Black Canary. Um, probably a good choice. Um, and he shows up later. Um, he shows up in a Superman story in the 80s. That's a flashback where he, uh, it's like shown that like after he left the JSA, um, he gets, uh, kidnapped by, uh, Badnesians again, who are like, okay, we found him. We found him. We're going to try this again. <laughs> Get him. Get him. Get his ass. Uh, we're going to try our, our, our genie world conquering plan again. Um, and, uh, he gets rescued by Superman. Um, and then he stays there in, uh, Badnesia and, uh, <laughs> teaches them what democracy is <laughs> and then leaves which is what? the exact same thing we just talked about with ice um we just we just had this happen you can't just say like hey democracy anyway bye anyway bye have fun with democracy i've explained it to you now um you have a president that's great peace out Bye! Um, and then after he gets rescued, it's mentioned that he, uh, continues, like, going on some adventures with the JSA. Um, there is an Earth-1 version of Johnny. Um, so there's, uh, Earth-2 is where the, uh, JSA exists. And then Earth-1 is, like, the primary Earth where, uh, you know, the other, like, the Silver Age characters exist until Crisis on Infinite Earths and everything gets mashed together and then everything gets split apart again. Um, and it's just every... <laughs> the thing about DC Comics is they made a bunch of Earths, uh, because they were like, this is how we can have, like, multiple characters exist at, like, the same time when it, like, you know, doesn't really make sense that we had different versions of these characters. And then anytime they wanted something to happen, they just added a new Earth where they're like, in this Earth, Batman's a robot or whatever. Um, and then they were like, we did that too many times. There's too many Earths. We're mashing them all together into one Earth again. It's like, great. And then for, like, every, like, five years after that, they're like, we changed our minds. More Earths. And then it's like, no! <laughs> Too many Earths! We got rid of them! And then it's like, we brought them back! <laughs> it's like, I don't read comics. Don't read <laughs> comics. Um, <laughs> comics are a mistake, actually. Yes. Uh, but the, po the point is, it's so much more confusing now to try and make sense of any of it than it would have been if they just kept however many gajillion Earths they had. Um... I feel like at a certain point, people would stop questioning what things are yeah. canon. Like, it'd be fine. Like, just, yeah, this guy lives over here, and this guy lives over here, and like, on this earth, Superman is gay. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's uh, an Earth One version of Johnny Thunder who is, uh, a crime boy. Um, oh no. Yeah. Uh, and he, uh, original Johnny Thunder travels to Earth One, um, cause he can, cause of his genie. Um, and also they do that sometimes. They just travel around between them. Um, and he, uh, meets the crime boy Johnny Thunder. He's like, wow. It's like a guy with the same name as me, but a criminal. And then, you know, just explains his whole deal. And this criminal realizes that uh, this genie needs to obey Johnny Thunder, but not specifically this Johnny Thunder. So he uh, takes the genie 
Um, which doesn't make any sense, because the whole point of the genie is that it needed to be, like, all this, you know, seventh... Maybe this guy was also born on the seventh day of the seventh month of the seventh it's, son of a seventh son. Maybe this Johnny Thunder was just never kidnapped as a child. And, like, yeah, I, somehow that led him to crime. Mm-hmm. Could be. Um... Or maybe this Johnny was kidnapped, and when he came back, he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I do crime now. I do crime now. Um, he's like, I just had a, a very traumatic experience, and I think I deserve a little crime. Yeah. That's like... Like, this is not something I ever expect to be explored at all. Um... But if anyone ever wanted to, like, really, like, dig deep into <laughs> into Johnny Thunder, that's, like, a bonkers backstory. Um, that he's seemingly just fine. Um. Just imagine, like, Tom King Johnny Thunder miniseries. Tom King angsty, angsty Johnny Thunder <laughs> miniseries. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So, uh... In this story, the um, the Earth One Johnny Thunder takes the genie, uses it to uh, like make like delete like a bunch of Earth One superheroes from existence, uh, so he can go and do whatever crimes he wants. Um, the uh, JSA shows up, um, and the Thunderbolt is able to, uh, covertly work with them, um, to be like, I don't want to, I don't want to help this guy. I want to go back to the original guy. We got to fix what this guy did. <laughs> I, I kind I got to do what he says for now, but we got to fix this. Um, and somebody at Disney was watching this and they're like, huh, I have an idea for a section of a movie I've been thinking about. <laughs> Wait a second, hmm, genies, you say? Um, and, and then the evil guy gets a hold of him, and he has to do what he wants, but he ha he also covert malicious compliance. <laughs> yes, he schemes. Um, but uh, he also wishes for a bunch of like his criminal pals to like get superpowers. So they can be an evil crime syndicate. Um, but uh, the JSA working uh, with the Thunderbolt as best they can um, is uh, eventually able to stop them. I think it's Dr. Fate who ultimately uh, is like, I've got magic. I'll do this. Um and, uh, is able to, like, basically wear Johnny Thunder down enough from fighting that he's like, okay, I'm, I'm sick of this. I wish none of this ever happened. I want to go back to my normal life. Um, so, uh, Johnny Thunder gets, uh, his Thunderbolt back. Um, during Crisis on Infinite Earths, they mash all the Earths together, um, the JSA is, like, d d sort of killed, um, I mean, like, after Crisis, sort of killed. They're, like, sent into, like, kind of a, like, pockets dimension kind of thing. They heroically sacrifice themselves, including Johnny, and then they come back a few years later, because, <laughs> you know, it's comics. But, uh, they come back, like, older and, like, mostly retired, um, and, uh, Johnny, uh, starts, like, getting senile, basically, um, which is when the, uh, new, uh, Jakeem Thunder, uh, eventually ends up taking control of the Thunderbolt, which we'll talk about next week. Um, but also, uh, after the JSA comes back, it's revealed that, um, while 
they were gone. Johnny's adopted daughter, uh, Peachy, created a very successful frozen yogurt empire, and now uh, <laughs> they're both rich. Um, I love you, Peachy. Yeah, honestly, uh, full standing Peachy. Um, Peachy should have gotten the Thunderbolt this whole time. Look at her. Yeah, there's, you know, there's, there's still, there's still time. Um, Tom King, Johnny Thunder Maxi series. Peachy gets the Thunderbolt. (laughs) Um, He uh, also discovers um, that the Badnesians have basically all uh, scattered to the winds. Um, because, uh, they, like, the Thunderbolt was, like, the source of the magic on their island, and, uh, without him, they weren't able to survive there? Um, unclear, but, um... I don't like anything that comics has done with this. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's all quite bad. The uh, <laughs> especially just it's we're gonna call them the Badnesians. Yeah, terrible. So start. that you so that you know that they're bad. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, they do find that there's one girl remaining on the island by herself. All by herself. All by herself. Just um, vibing. Just uh, vibing. Um, her name is Kiku. And, uh, Johnny also ends up adopting her. <laughs> but, um, as far as I know, she hasn't really shown up anywhere else. Again, probably due to the extreme lack of interest in, uh, Johnny Thunder. Um, as, um, part of the, uh, like, new JSA, like, while, uh, Jakeem Williams, formerly Jakeem Williams, now a superhero named Jakeem Thunder, is, uh, using the Thunderbolt. Um, the ultra-humanite takes over Johnny's body so that he can use the Thunderbolt. Um, Of course. (laughs) And then Jakeem steals the Thunderbolt back, but taking the Thunderbolt away kills Johnny, but then Jakeem uses the Thunderbolt to wish that he could save Johnny, and the only way to do that is for the Thunderbolt to, uh, merge together with Johnny to create one, like, a a body-sharing being referred to as Johnny Thunderbolt. So, uh, seemingly, like, sort of a, uh, I guess sort of a Douglock situation. It, like, unclear to people, like, how much of, uh, like, either of their, like, personalities are present. Um, or, like, if one of them's, like, in control. Uh, or, like, how, it's like, presumably, like, seemingly it has, like, both of their memories um and he usually looks like johnny although he can change how he looks um and uh he's just uh kind of hanging out with uh jakeem thunder for a little bit um but then after that new 52 happens um everything gets rebooted uh the most of the JSA is not in the New 52. Uh, Johnny Thunder is not, um, as far as I am aware. Um, he does play a pretty significant role in, uh, Rebirth, um, where towards the, like, beginning of Rebirth happening, um, when, Wally West, my beloved, um, is trying to basically make himself exist again (laughs) because New 52 decided he didn't exist. 
Um, and uh, all of these, all of these reboots are about Flash's messing with the time stream. Um, Wally encounters Johnny Thunder um, in a like retirement home where he is pretty senile. Um, he does not have the Thunderbolt, um, and he is, uh, he, (laughs) they, like, mention how, like, Joseph McCarthy, like, forced the JSA to, like, reveal their secret identities, um, so, uh, (laughs) much to unpack, but, uh, Wally finds him, and is like, uh, hey, you should try and track down the JSA. And he is, uh, he sort of does, but he's an old, uh, man with dementia. Um, so he's, like, yelling stuff about how, um, he needs to find the Justice Society and, uh, He's got to, like, get the lightning back, and, uh, the nurses at this retirement home are like, uh, Sure you do, hun. Buddy. Um, and, uh, after this, he shows up, he, like, apparently has a somewhat significant role also in Doomsday Clock, which is a, uh, (laughs) complicated situation. Um... But he shows up, um, escaping from the retirement home, and then, uh, it teams up with Saturn Girl and the new, uh, Rorschach in Doomsday Clock, um, and they go on a whole- he's there for, like, their whole little, uh, their whole silly little Watchmen adventure. Um, Wow. Yeah. Uh... But, um, at the conclusion of this, he again merges with the Thunderbolt to become Johnny Thunderbolt. Uh, and then later Jakeem shows up in Rebirth Teen Titans, um, working, uh, with Johnny Thunderbolt. Um, and, uh, he almost gets destroyed, but then they restore him. And it's fine. <laughs> um, it's fine. Uh, it's fine. Don't worry about it. What's better than this? A man it. merging with a genie. Yeah. Um. There. <laughs> um. There was also a uh flashback story last year called uh the New Golden Age, uh, where a future version of Huntress gets sent back to the 40s, um, and, uh, Johnny is, uh, there while the JSA is trying to figure out, uh, how to deal with it, um, but he doesn't, uh, he doesn't have, like, a hugely significant role, um, but anyways, yeah, Maybe we are gonna get a Tom King Johnny Thunder Maxi <laughs> series, given this like sort of semi revival of Johnny. Could Thunder. you imagine what a called shot that would be? Yeah. Oh my God. I we would be owed royalties forever. All right. So we're recording this on the seventh day of the seventh month of the seventh year <laughs> of. Yeah, and if just... Tom King does a maxi series about Johnny Thunder, there's um also um two other sort of uh offshoots of Johnny Thunder that like do not have as much prevalence as Jakeem does. Um, one of them is a uh character in the '90s in the series Primal Force. Um, which was a magic-themed superhero team, um, who was a, uh, a guy named William Two Trees, um, who went by the superhero name Willpower, which revealed that he's, uh, Johnny's 
son with a Apache woman, um, and Johnny left them because he was worried about uh, the way their son would be treated in like a mixed race family. Um, and then he feels really and, bad about it later, apparently. Hey, buddy. Um, hey, buddy. Yeah. You abandoning yeah. your son will not help that at all. This is, like, this is so much to unpack, to just, like, put in this character's backstory. <laughs> I I doubt, I very, very strongly doubt this is canon anymore. Um, not when Tom King gets a hold of it. <laughs> yeah, watch out. Um... And, uh, but his son has, like, innate, uh, Thunderbolt powers that he just somehow kind of absorbed, um, from Johnny. And there's also a, um... (laughs) What really happened is, one day, Johnny Thunder was like, man, I wish I had a son. Yeah, and he's like, oh, shoot, oh, jeez, oh, I didn't think about that. Then he's like, oh, Uh-oh. I wish that my son had the ability <laughs> to use Thunderbolt like I do. I feel like that would give him a leg up in life. Oh, fuck, I did it again, didn't I? <laughs> um, He never gets better at using it, is is what I'm, that's, that's, if I get to make the Maxi series, yes. that's what it's going to be. He yeah. never got good at using it. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's the moral of the story. Thunderbolt got Um, good at interpreting the wishes to make a good outcome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he got, like, he got better at, like, understanding what, uh, how Johnny's brain worked. (laughs) And how, like, Earth culture functioned. Um, anyways, um, did you have anything else? to talk about or bring up? I don't think so. Hmm. I didn't uh, put anything on my desk, so I don't okay. think there was anything. <laughs> Apparently, though, um, Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves is going to be streaming relatively soon, and also Blu-ray might already be out with a gag reel, so, like, win for us. <gasps> oh, I want to see the gag reel! I want to see the gag reel so bad. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I, um, did read some comics. Um, I grabbed from the library, um, uh, Girl Taking Over by, uh, I, hold on, I'm looking up the info, um, by, Sarah Kuhn with art by um, Ariel Jovianos, who I've been excited for this for a while because I've followed her for a long time, um, like since Tumblr. Um, and I've seen her at Anime Boston a few times. And I have like a bunch of her prints. I don't know if you also do because she's done a lot of Hawkeye's art. I mean, the name sounds familiar. <laughs> Okay, um, uh, entirely possible, but it is a, um, part of DC's, uh, like, YA middle grade, like, graphic novel series, which are, um, obviously largely, like, not canon, um, but this one is a, uh, Lois Lane book, um, about an... Asian American Lois Lane, uh, who like goes to a summer journalism internship, um, and then discovers that like Cat Grant's like cool like girl power publication has been like basically bought out, and now she's you know working for this like dumb like corporate blog, um. And, uh, she has to, you know, she's, like, unraveling a conspiracy. She's, like, uh, rooming together with a girl who she used to be really close friends with, but they had a falling out. But, like, oh, 
obviously now they're like rekindling their friendship. Um, it's like, it's super, super cute. It's like, it's very kind of, uh, predictable in a way that you would expect from, you know, a, uh, graphic novel for kids. Um, but it's very charming. Um, a lot of, uh, the writer and the artist are both, uh, Asian, so there's, like, a lot of discussion of, you know, racism and Asian identity, um, and yep, oh, yep, 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 thank you. Briar just sent me, uh, pictures of the prints that they definitely own. (laughs) (laughs) Um, perfect. Um, but it's a, uh, it's a very fun story. Um, the art is extremely cute very well suited to like the tone um and i really enjoyed it so uh it is worth checking out and also if you have uh any you know young readers in your life then they would probably enjoy it it sounds good yeah uh sarah coon also wrote the um cassandra kane uh graphic novel in this sort of like lineup which uh i also read and was also very good so um hell yes um this did remind me that um recently uh listed for pre-order slash announced is um written by mad rupert nope written by Ngozi <gasps> and drawn by mad rupert uh yes with colors by i think uh k zap um bunt which is (laughs) just what if (laughs) you are going to art school and you want to win a single game of softball so that you can get an (laughs) athletic scholarship (laughs) hell yes i can't wait it comes out um February of 2024 you can pre-order it now it I have seen little bits of it mm-hmm. and it's just very good I've been very excited for softball comic I'm glad that I can talk about it <laughs> but also I forgot that it was announced this week because boy howdy I've just <laughs> It's like, yeah, this is exciting. And then it goes into the thing of, like, this is a thing that I've been looking forward to. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm still looking forward to. (laughs) Hell yes. Um, very excited. Um, also, over the weekend, um, Tom King revealed, uh, something from his upcoming Wonder Woman run, which is that they are going to, uh address a storyline set sometime in the future um where Diana has a daughter named Lizzie um she uh they release some art of her she looks uh super cool um and the future story in whatever it might entail is going to uh follow like her and John and Damien working together as, like, the next generation, like, Wonder Woman, Superman, Batman, um, which I do love. I'm sort of, uh, I'm sort of of two minds about the, like, sort of finality with which we've settled on, yes, Damien is going to be Batman, um, because I want Damien to be Nightwing, um, for a wide variety of personal reasons um but also maybe he is nightwing and then he's batman like but also the idea of a future dc universe um where uh batman like john and damian are batman and superman and you have like a batman and superman with like the level of like history that john and damien have together is like very very compelling that is i didn't even 
think about that. Imagine if Batman and Superman have known each other since they were literal children. (laughs) Since they were children. What if they were best friends when they were like 10? (laughs) And now they work together and save the world. And Yeah. Yeah, you're rotating it, right? It's Mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Like, on a Damien personal arc, I do agree with you that I think it would be better if he were Nightwing, because Night, like, the amount that, like, as Damien has gone from I want to follow in my father's footsteps Mm -hmm. to, like, okay, well, maybe I'm a person. (laughs) Yes, yes, and exactly. the amount that Dick has had a hand in that. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, but also, the dynamic would be very good. Yes. Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not mad about it. And I know we were talking about the, like, the Lizzie announcement. Um, but there is not that much to say about it. Because we just know that her name is Lizzie, and she has a cool outfit, and, um... (laughs) She exists, I guess. She exists. She has three lassos. Um, that's... Don't know. She doesn't even have that many hands. I know! (laughs) What's she gonna do? Who knows? But, um, big question mark, but I am very excited to see what the deal is. Um, but also to see John and Damien. (laughs) Um, but that was the only, uh, major other thing I wanted to talk about, I think. Um, so if you want to keep up with us online, you can follow Capes and Japes on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, you can send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com if you have questions or comments or anything like that. Um, we have a Discord server that everyone is welcome to join, um, and come hang out in. We, um, have a Patreon. If you want to support us on there, you can get bonus episodes, watch stuff with us, help us pick what we talk about. Um, if you can't do that, but you want to help out the show, leaving a rating and review is very cool. Um, telling a friend about the show, if you think they might want to check it out, and uh, just coming back and joining us, as you have done once again today. So thank you for being with us on this episode of Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Briar. And as always, it feels weird to say Kiss Me Sexy Batman when we were just talking about (laughs) Damien as Batman. Yeah, not that one. (laughs) Give me a sick high five, Batman. Hell yeah.